Good morning. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. What I'd like to share with you this morning, I have shared before with some of you. It bears repeating. It is something that speaks to us so directly to the moment in which we find ourselves. It's applicable all the time, but just right now, we so much need to hear this. So in this week's Parsha, the era, we begin the plagues, the makos that were brought against the Egyptians. In addition to the goal of these plagues in persuading Paro and the Egyptians to let the Jews go free, in addition to that, our sages point out there are multiple layers of lessons in every single one of them. Layers about what we learn about God and also layers and lessons to teach us how we are supposed to live our lives. And I'll share with you just one. This comes from a sefer called Birchas Peretz. It was written by Rav Yaakov Kanievsky. He was known as the Stipler Rav. He lived in Bnei Brak, a brilliant Talmudic scholar and leader in Bnei Brak in Israel. And here's what he says. <coughs> we learn the second of the ten plagues is the plague of the Tzavardeim. When I moved to Quebec, I learned not to use the translation of the word because some, some people think that it is a negative word. So I don't like to use that word. Before I came to Quebec, I never realized it, but when I came, I realized it. So it's Tzardeim. They're small, slimy creatures and you don't want them around. And there were a lot of them and it was very, very upsetting to uh, the Egyptian people. Listen very carefully to the words of the Pasuk. Vayet Aharones Yado Al Aaron reached out his hand over the waters of Egypt, Vataal Hatsvardeya, and the Tsefardeya, one singular, this creature, came out of the water. Vatachas es Eretz Mitzrayim. And they covered the land of Egypt. So Rashi quotes the famous Medrash, which points out to the grammatical problem. If in fact, Aaron only brought forth one of these little bitty creatures, what do you mean to say it covered all of Egypt? How is that physically possible? Rashi says, Tzvardea Achasaisa, Aaron brought out of the water by miracle from God, one Tzvardea, one single creature. But people didn't like it. The Egyptians wanted to get rid of this little thing, so they hid it. But every time they hid it, every time they hid it, instead of killing it, getting rid of it, it divided into two, and two divided into four, and four divided into eight. And within a short while, the entire land of Egypt was covered with these 
horrible, uncomfortable, disgusting creatures. The Tzvardeya. Says the stipler Rav. I'll share with you in translation what he says. When the Egyptians saw that hitting the Tzvardeya caused it to multiply, the logical thing would be to stop hitting it in order not to be overrun by these animals. But the characteristic of anger persuaded them just the opposite. That the more there were, the more they had to hit. And the more that they multiplied, the more the Egyptians were consumed with anger. And the more they lashed out and, recali and retaliated until the entire land of Egypt was covered with tzafardeim. And says the stipler, this is the way it always is with anger. If we would listen and be quiet and not respond when we are provoked, often the situation would calm down. But when we respond in kind, it usually causes an escalation of controversy and harm. Therefore, logically, when we are provoked, we should wait before responding and respond calmly. But our characteristic of anger tells us, are you just going to take it in silence? Fight back! And the other person's characteristic of anger tells him to do the same thing and to respond even more forcefully. And the cycle of destruction continues until the whole land is covered with frogs. I had a friend, unfortunately he passed away, but he was a dear friend. And he once told me, he referred to something that's called the Khartoumim Syndrome. The Khartoumim were the magicians of Paro. And he referred to a Khartoumim Syndrome. Because listen to what the Pasuk says. After the Torah says that Aharon brought up one of these little creatures and, it, and it very soon covered the entire land, the next Pasuk the magicians of Paro did the same thing with their staffs. And the Tzvardiim multiplied over Egypt. Of course, the Khartoumim of Paro were trying to demonstrate that they were as powerful as whatever force Aharon and Moshe had on their side. Fine, okay but they're using their force to harm themselves. My friend used to refer to the Khartoumim syndrome. They did a miracle. Yes, they could also do a miracle. I talked about this the other day. You can do tricks. You can do miracles. But they did a miracle that made it worse. That's how anger works. It is, our rabbis tell us, ashura. it makes our thinking unsteady. We self-destruct with our patterns of anger. It takes great strength of character. But there is a very simple solution. A simple suggestion to be able to avoid this. And I address myself as I address you. The next time that you're provoked, 
and you start to respond, ask yourself what I am about to say or do. Will it multiply the tzafardeim? That's the question to ask. My friends, I hope that I can hold on to this lesson and I hope that you can. We certainly need it now in so many areas of life to bring down the anger. Yes, there are serious issues and we can have serious differences of opinion, but when our anger causes us to act in an unreasonable fashion, in a destructive fashion, we need to find the reservoir of strength to hold ourselves back from adding more to the plague. My friends, I wish you a great and peaceful day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.